and an empire simultaneously. Rosa, you taught me that, and I'm happy and proud to stand here with all of you today. Thank you. God bless you. John Conyers speaking at Rosa Parks' funeral today in her adopted hometown of Detroit. Rosa Parks died on October 24 at the age of 92. Free Speech Radio News is a worker-run collective. For copies of this or any other newscast or documentary, you can log on to our website at www.fsrn.org. In Los Angeles, I'm Aura Bogado. Hi, this is Maggie Estep, and I'm doing a legal station ID. I'm not sure what's legal about it, but so here it goes. You're listening to um, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, legally. normal girl. I'm an angry, sweaty girl, so bite me. Oh, but I think that's supposed to be a good specialty, so I should be happy, right? I should count my blessings. Anyway, the point of all this is you're listening to WCVN, okay? What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets Closets are are for for clothes. clothes. Closets Over Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Excuse me. Well, I'm eating my Halloween candy. So, you know what cracks me up about this? Dan just handed me as I was walking in. I was going to say, I don't think people know what's cracking you up. Let me tell you what cracks me up. Today, November November 2nd. Is that what it is? 2005. I swear to God, I remember a meeting I had at the last day of September and saying... I'll be so happy when September is over because there was this project that I was working on that I swear to God I'm still working on, but let's not go there. <laughs> that the deadline for it was the end of September. And I thought, well, you know, it'll be great. And then they said, you know, today's the last day of September. And I'm like, oh my God, you've got to be joking me. Now that we're into November, I still feel like, like today to me feels like the end of September. So let's not talk about that. That's very funny. But what I was saying about funny about this is this is a, a notice, uh, a, a do, uh, it's a bill actually for our, our web domain, which is, um, uh, for those of you that don't know, closetsontheair.com. But it's coming from a company that doesn't host. Our web domain. <laughs> so I want to know why we're going to pay. We were not going to, obviously. That's anyway. interesting. It is. It's such a scam. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, because I was anyway. like, wow, I don't know about this bill. And why would Greg send it to you know to Have the station here. here? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But yes. so, welcome back. Hi. We missed you. I was uh, well. We had the film festival. I know. How did it go? Yeah, it was. Uh, we we're, we're eating. You. We're eating candy, but no, you're not allowed. The oh god, I'm gonna go take the. Other. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the film festival went uh, went spectacularly well. I think it was a it was a big success for us, and we had a lot of fun, and uh, a lot of people were there, and we had. Yeah, I, I have to say real quick. I'm, I'm gonna shut the door because for always every reason, it just bothers me as people are walking. Oh, out. okay, all right. So it it was an exciting event, that's for sure. There we go. So I have to say that by this is the question that people always ask me, and so I'm just going to get it out of the way now, so that anyone who happens to be listening won't have to ask me this question later. Okay. My favorite films from oh. the film festival this year. Gotcha. This is always a favorite on my blog for some strange reason. Uh, my favorites this year, this controversial film that we showed that I can't even remember the title of now, but basically this is. This actually has to do with the conversation we had on the show last year, because last year my favorite show was uh, Harry and Max, and it's because I always oh, am yeah. really drawn to the controversial films that yes. we show. The ones that like the scores are either you know 
absolutely horrid or excellent and there's nobody who votes in between right those are my favorite films and this year the film that we that we had that was uh, it was about these two brothers who developed a relationship it was, oh, it was a short yes. it was like i can't remember the name it was closer or something like that anyway I can, well we can look it up yeah we can look it up if we go to uh, realpridemichigan.com <laughs> there's a recap of all the films so it was a short that we showed during the um, out in boy shorts that was a lot of fun and then the billy's dad's a fudge packer was by far the funniest the funniest <laughs> one i ever seen that was my that was I was like rolling on the floor when that yes. played, and it, it starred um, somebody from uh, from Queer as Folk. It was um, oh no way, yeah, one of the Billy's dad actually was oh the Fudge Packer was um, uh, Michael's uh, boyfriend from oh from no Queer's way Folk. yeah. So that was a great film, and then the my favorite youth film was uh, was either Ryan's Life or there was another film that we showed that was uh, was really great that was on. It was a documentary by a transgender youth. It's realpridemichigan.com. I can tell that. Right, it's over there. R-E-E. Web. R-E-E, yes. Michigan.com. That was my favorite, but I think Ryan's Life was a really, really great youth short. And then the film that I think is, I, I think probably was one of the higher rated films that's actually going to be coming back here to uh, to this area, I believe, in December 23rd. And so make sure that you check it out. It stars Felicity Huffman. It's called Transamerica. Oh, yeah. And it was the last thing that she did, literally, like the the six weeks leading up to her going and doing the pilot for Desperate Housewives was spent doing on this trans- film. And it was probably the best trans film I had ever seen. And she did an absolutely incredible job. She plays wow. a uh, male-to-female uh, transgendered individual who's on her way to have her surgery. And it, it just kind of follows the the days leading up to to her going and, and having her uh, her operation and it was it was absolutely a phenomenal film and she wow. was incredible in it people were walking up to me at the end of the film saying okay which one was felicity i was like the wow. main character. <laughs> so she did a, a really really phenomenal job oh so my if gosh. you get a chance to see transamerica when it comes back around and it will be back around uh, december 23rd I, I don't know what theaters it's playing at but i would assume Probably the main art, or um, maybe okay. even State Theater, Michigan Theater. I'm not sure. Now, now I also heard about like a little performance um, that happened on stage, um, uh, dealing with uh, pups. Oh yes, oh, God. <laughs> we showed a film on the Bear and Leather Night that was called Pups, and pups for people who don't know are individuals in the leather community who. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe. You know, like how like, like there's submissive, but yeah, you know, like how there's submissive relationships and role it, playing, it, yeah. right? It's kind of along those lines. But the the role that the submissive person in the relationship takes is that of a puppy, of a of a dog puppy, and so the mannerisms and the behaviors and all that imitates that of a uh, of a puppy, mm-hmm. of a puppy dog. And the the film, the documentary, is about a a pup who competes in the international pup contest and it follows like from some of the the preparation work that he does as uh when he's he's at home and then they travel there and I swear to God I, what I found to be the most entertaining thing, or what I found to be the most interesting, perhaps would be a better way, is that the contest, the International Pup Contest, honestly does start with a vet- veterinary inspection. And they do a, a behind-closed-doors yes. veterinary inspection, and they were we were fortunate enough to see this in the documentary, and it did include a flea check. So, yes. I mean, it was very it was very thorough and very similar, I would imagine, having not been to many dog shows, but I would imagine it was very similar, minus that it was a person. Right. As opposed to a, you know... Right, nine, right, uh, right. Who's participating? So yeah, so like uh, some friends of mine went to it. Was like not even realizing what they were going to be watching, and uh, came home and were like, "Oh my word, uh, I can't believe that this actually uh, took place or whatever." So it was kind of an interesting. Uh, it definitely had a variety of uh, different things that were at the Real Pride Festival. So, but I'm glad it was a success. Yes. Oh, the film, by the way, I'm finding the title. The film the, that I liked during the youth shorts that I think everyone should try to see if you get a chance. It's called Just a Boy, and that was. That was an incredible. My favorite documentary of the of the whole thing, Just a Boy, and that played during the the Gen X series. And then I'm trying to find the title, of the one that was my favorite during with the, the, with the two brothers. Shorts. Yeah, it's uh, Starcross. That's the name of it. Gotcha. Starcross. So if you and get a chance to see those, yes, I think, and the I think those it, it has a surprising ending. That's for Starcrossed. Sure. Yeah, yes. it has a a surprising ending that I was like. I was very wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was totally. So the, the friends were saying that I was guard. really glad that they uh, that there was some humor um, 
like the fudgebacker. Yeah, which actually immediately followed because I think uh, yeah. it was it was very interesting. It was very different. It had been phrased to me when I was reading over the the notes from our, our host committee. Somebody said, "Well, this is kind of like the shorts version of Harry and Max," which oh, uh, which was not really the case, other than the fact that it was dealing with something of the same issue. Right. So, for whatever psychologists are out in the audience who are wondering why two years in a row my favorite film happened to be on a controversial subject of incest, don't worry. Uh, never actually in my background. But I do think it's really interesting that the films are out there for that. So. Exactly. Anyway. Well, and Christy just joined hey. us. Hey, welcome back. Now you are not, not even like tan. <laughs> it's because my cruise was to Canada. Oh. Oh, was it? We were telling people it was, was in the Caribbean it was in or the something. Caribbean. <laughs> it starts I with never a C. Said C. Said there yeah. you go. Yes. And no, I didn't tan anyway. Dan oh, Dan said no. It was Canada. Canada and New England. Oh wow. Mostly Canada. Okay. I must. I listened. To, I'm sorry I was late. M. Dot hates all the queers, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Today I didn't have to deal with them because I was in town. Today. I was excited yeah. about that. I was at my dad's house, which also explains why I smell like a dog who smokes. I par- uh, pardon me. Gotcha. For my odor, but <laughs> I was at my dad's house, and I had, and he lives. I have to take the expressway to get here. Gotcha. And so he lives from there, and it took a lot longer than anticipated. I apologize for my tardiness. I could have told you that. They've made it one lane now, haven't they? Yes, indeed. The yeah, entire, the MDOT hates the queers. The entire state of Michigan, as far as I can tell, is not in one lane. I've yet to find any expressway well, in southeast funny. Michigan that is in one lane. I was in Halifax, Nova Scotia, on my... And then the, I pronounced it correctly, Scotia. Scotia. Um, yeah. And they said, we have two seasons here, winter and construction. And yeah. we were all of us from Michigan who were on the tour bus were like, we know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly yes. what you're talking about. You know, I'm I I don't know if you asked, but I'm doing well. Thanks. Well, we, we, we kind of <laughs> welcome back. And, uh, it's an yeah, thank question. you. Yes. The, the cruise was great, even great. though it wasn't to the Caribbean. Did you do any cruising? Uh, no, the average age of the sad. people on this cruise was 60. Woohoo! Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Not only was I like, there's there's nothing wrong with it at all. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it at all. But I was, you know, not only the gayest person, but the youngest person on the boat. Um, But which was fine. It was kind of a unique experience. One of the cool things that happened is that my mother, if there were a law, who was on this cruise boat with us, it's the whole reason we went, was because she wanted to go and invited us along with her, encouraged me adamantly to participate in the cruise ship game show of who wants to be a millionaire no yes and <laughs> I, oh wow and i did and i won really? no I did. are you a millionaire now i'm a fake millionaire oh. oh okay well they kept saying that the whole time the you know the mil- million fake dollars or the fake oh, million dollars okay. but i really i did i won and they in fact thank you very much um i won a bag of uh norwegian cruise lines crap you know, a, a frisbee and a beach ball and a oh, and gotcha. a pen and a keychain and a deck of cards Worth and a million pennies, right? And um and then a bottle of champagne. Okay, oh, well, it was my prize. But what was so? Here's I will in a minute. I'm going to quiz you guys on the the million dollar question that I won on, and see if you guys know. Now, did you have also like call a friend? Yes, but it wasn't call a friend because we were in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, okay. It was ask a stranger. Ask a stranger. Oh, right. That's good. Because you know, there's a crowd of people there. Yes. Did you get to like pick? You know, is there a doctor in the room? No, actually, like, what ha- it was very funny science, is that the guy scientist. asked the question, the host guy, which uh-huh. was the cruise director. Not surprisingly named Julie McCoy, but (laughs) 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 Um, the cruise director was the host of the game and he did a very good job impersonating Regis Philbin. Um, But he asked the question when I did my Ask a Stranger lifeline. And this guy sitting behind me that I could not see sort of yelped when he asked the question. And I was like, oh, he must know the answer, right? Because then the cruise director, his name was Paul, said, sir, sit down. Oh. You know, like, don't give away the answer, right? So I was like, I'd like to ask a friend, Um, even though I kind of knew the answer to the question. Right. I just wanted some affirmation. So that was actually in the middle of the game. That wasn't my million dollar question. Oh, okay. Um, But it was... At the end, when I won, like, there were all of these um, accolades, you know, the cl- crowd went crazy. And then the cruise director and his 
staff who were there hosting the game, like running the show, like came over to my table and all shook my hand and they were like, that was amazing. We've never had anybody win the million dollars. And like, <laughs> <laughs> they essentially threw this bag together. Right. <laughs> and it was very funny to me. Like they were like, that was, I couldn't believe you knew the answer to those questions. And it was just great. Well, what ended up happening though, is that everything that happens on the boat, uh-huh. other than the big production shows, they videotape. And they show on the boat throughout the trip oh, on okay. the ship's TV channel, it's right? Creepy. It is a little creepy, especially <laughs> when Why an eleven. You want to relive that stuff <laughs> yeah. so quickly, right? Especially, <laughs> mind you, when you're on an eleven-day cruise, of which on day three you win the millionaire <laughs> game. Oh my goodness! So you had eight days of eight watching days yourself. Eight days of relive. myself on television, and what I think actually happened. Now I don't mean to brag. But I watched some of the other game shows, too. Not very exciting. Oh! Right? Like, Leave it to Classic Summer Close co right. So it wasn't very interesting. Like, we watched the not-so-newlywed game, and that was sort of blah. Oh, okay. And then we watched um, Family Feud, which, wow, that was really bad. And then we watched <laughs> The Weakest Link, and they were all The Weakest Link. Like, oh, none of it was wow. very interesting. So they kept showing mine again and again and again, and I I was a celebrity on the <laughs> boat. <laughs> no way! I was! Did you people sign were, any autographs? I didn't, but oh. people were like, hey, Christine! <laughs> like, all over the boat. It happened constantly. There was one particular show that was happening that I I didn't couldn't find a seat for right and i was just standing there kind of watching at the back in the standing room area and somebody was like christy do you need a seat you can sit with me <laughs> oh, i didn't know this person the, to cap it all off i am walking down the the um hallway at laguardia airport in new york city on my way home and somebody goes christy <laughs> How's it going? At which point the Pavarazzi <laughs> swarmed on me. And I was like, hey. <laughs> and I was walking with, with my mother at their warlock. She's like, do you know that guy? I was like, never oh. seen him before. That's funny. No idea who that was. And it was like, clearly it was somebody from the boat, right? Or they're oh, a, a listener of Closets Over Clothes. Or yeah. that could be. But I'm serious. It happened Everywhere. Oh, that's great. Every single place I went. Like, that's pretty funny. I was sitting in the in a dark bar, and somebody came over and said, "Were you on the Millionaire? That was great. You were fabulous. I mean, it was ridiculous. It got a little embarrassing. In fact, like, I was after a while. I was like, I really wish they'd stop showing that on TV it's so right. people would forget about it. Exactly. You know, now you know how Jessica Simpson feels. I do. Yeah. I know exactly how Jessica Simpson feels. The the concept of, of video. <laughs> videotaping this and then showing it immediately on the show is just so much reminds me of if you've ever been to the, a party where there's that one person who has like a miniature camcorder uh-huh. and they videotape the entire party and then at the end of it they say you hey wa- do you want to watch, watch the party yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, never, that person never made any sense to me yeah <laughs> well, I don't want to relive something thanks, just thanks Greg. Finished. I will say <laughs> one of the reasons why they do it on the boat is because there are so many activities yeah. you can't get to all of them okay so what they but do if is you miss one do you really want to sit there yeah. I, don't know that. I mean, it seems like in your particular case, yes, you would, but well, and the the sad part of this whole thing is like for me is that I was wearing a really gross outfit, like oh. I didn't really care what I was you know, and I hadn't really combed my hair very well right. that day, you know, oh. because it was a sea day, we weren't porting yeah. anywhere, and I was just like, whatever, I'll just wear this trick or treat t shirt and yeah. <laughs> And I, was, it awesome. was so to see that over and over again all week long. I was like, "What was I thinking? What was I thinking?" I totally Reliving. didn't anticipate. Did you know they were videotaping you? I did, but I didn't actually expect to be picked oh. because they they draw the names from a hat. Oh, okay. And I was the very first person to put my name in there because I'm not kidding. My mother in, in if there were a law, was a little unhinged about me competing in this. You've got to do it. We got to be there right at eight forty-five. We got to come on. Come on. I mean, it was. She was intense wow. about it. She really. Really wanted me to do it. Um, hmm. Maybe she had bribed them. Maybe <laughs> she had yeah. some sort of game yeah. show. Mm. I don't know. But if, you know, of course, I was kind of funny about it and right. stuff. And the whole thing, as you all know, I'm unemployed. So like when I first set up there, he's like, "So, Christy from Ann Arbor, what do you do in Ann Arbor?" And I said, "Nothing," <laughs> <laughs> which got huge applause. <laughs> right? Like everybody thought that was very funny. So that leads me to the final question that was asked, Uh-oh. my million dollar oh, question. Here we go, guys. Here we go. I feel all this pressure now. Yeah, which 
It was, on the back of a $100 bill, there is a clock. What time does that clock say? And then there were four choices. And what I said before he even got the four choices out was, I don't have a job. Do you think I've seen a $100 bill recently? (laughs) I did see a few old dudes pull a $100 bill out of their wallet and start looking at it. And I was like, but I didn't have any lifelines yet. I had used them all. Or I know I had one lifeline left and it was the 50-50. So they would take away two of the wrong answers and leave me with one. And so my choices were 715, 12 o'clock. 4:10 or 7 or um 6:30. Okay, and wait, I, what are the choices again? It was 7:15, okay. Noon, 4:10 or 6:30. What what did it get eliminated down to? Well, he asked me before he took fi- half of them away, what two I would eliminate. What two did I know were not the answer? Okay. And I said I'm fairly certain that noon and 6:30 are not the answer. And he was like, "Why?" I was like, "Well, it just doesn't look right." Like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. can't, it just looks like there's one hand on a clock. Right. So I was like, it just is not aesthetically pleasing. pleasing. And so my choices left were 7.15 and 4.10. And I really had no effing idea <laughs> what the answer was. Because when he, that's when my choices left. When he took away the 50-50, those were the two that he took away were 12 o'clock and 6.30. So it didn't help me. <laughs> Did he do it on purpose? Or no, oh, he, just happened to be the it was, two? he was okay. reading from a sheet. Like he had no oh, okay. discretion on it. I okay. mean, I'm, he, I'm sure he had some discretion, but he right, didn't right, right, use right. any discretion. <laughs> yeah. And so I was totally cl- like, didn't know, had oh, no idea. And I gosh. was like, you know, it's a fake million dollars, right? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> and I was like, and, and I was like, I've done fairly well so far, you know? Right. And I was like, for example, I knew that oology was the study of birds, like I bird eggs, like I knew that, and you know, I didn't. Wow. So, oology. Oology. Okay. Well, yes, because o an oocyte is an egg. Oh. So the study of birds' eggs would be oology. That's right. Right. Which is you know. how do you spell that? O o o l o g y. Yeah, two o's, just two. Oh. Oology. Oh, it w- oh, I see. I'd be like, yeah. oh, oh, allergy. Right. It's- oh, allergy. Oh, allergy. Okay. Anyway, so I said, you know, 7.15, again, strikes me as not very aesthetically pleasing. If you think of the way a clock looks, yeah. 7.15 is going to be kind of like this. Well, our, you know, like pointing, pointing downward. Yeah. Yeah, pointing down. It's not going to look very nice. Right. But 4.10 looks like a Pac-Man, right? Like, that's totally aesthetically pleasing. I'm going with 4.10. And he was like, is that your final answer? You know, because it right, was millionaire. Right, right, right. And I was like, yeah. I'm not, you know, <laughs> yeah. yes, that's my final answer. It was totally right. Wow. Fantastic. So, I meant to ask you guys the question, but that's anyway, okay. <laughs> two days later, I'm sorry. Two <laughs> days later, though, on the boat, well, they showed the, the movie National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And one of the clues. And, yes. One of the clues to find the treasure is the clock on the back of the $100 bill. In the movie, they said the time was 2.22. Oh. But 2.22 and 4.10 look exactly alike. What? Yeah. 2.20 oh. and 4.10. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, and the clock is like at the top of a tower very far away and it's an engraving. You so you could easily mistake the two. Okay. But at first, like we were sitting there and it said, what time does it say on the back of a $100 bill? And like half the people in the audience were like, 4.10, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christy! <laughs> it was very funny. So that was kind of like the highlight, the big... Wow. And we also won the costume contest on Halloween. Oh. What was your costume? Okay, the here's how this was awful actually. We were dressed <laughs> we, we brought our cheesiest store-bought costumes we've ever had. We never store buy our costumes. Right. We always make them. Which I've seen some of them. Always great. make them, but we didn't want to pack all that crap. Right. right? When you make <laughs> a costume typically it's kind of elaborate and Yes. So we had bought these costumes a few years ago to do Caesar and Cleopatra. And we just bought them, right? And they were polyester, Velcro, crap. We wadded them in a ball and threw them in our suitcase, not even sure we were going to dress up. Oh, my We didn't goodness. take any of the jewelry. We didn't take any of the accessories at all. We just took the, the dresses, essentially. We decided at, like, 10 o'clock 
on Halloween, on the night before Halloween, which is when they had the party, to wear our costumes. The party was at 1045. Oh, my God. No advanced planning into this whatsoever. Wow. And we were kind of in hysterics, like all the way down there laughing about how ridiculous. Like, this is so not us. This is not our Halloween. You know? And we entered the contest. We walked in. They were like, you have to enter the contest. And so we did. And lo and behold, we won most creative costumes. As a couple, yeah. which I think we won because it was creative that we were a couple, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we both kept commenting on the irony of winning most creative when there was no planning involved in right. the costume whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> what were you up against? Not much. No. I mean, no, we were. I right. think it would be hard to like pack a. Yeah. For the reasons you've stated. It's hard to pack a Halloween costume contest. You know, I mean, there were eight categories to win in. There was funniest, scariest, most kid-friendly. So, you know, there was like a clown. There was a horrible costume of, um, of of a woman wearing, you know, the full burqa. Oh. Yeah, it was very offensive. Yeah. Danielle and I were both like, Oh my God! Yeah. Does she really think that's appropriate? Um, so there was just a variety of things. Many witches, okay. many yeah. witches. Yeah. Um, Van Helsing. Somebody just like Van Helsing. So a few things like that, but nothing apparently more creative than Caesar and Cleopatra. <laughs> exactly. Polyester style. Polyester style. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it was very funny because I was wearing, you know, like those slide-on soccer shoes. I call them pool shoes. Oh but yeah. They're like the Velcro across the and stuff. Well, I have a pair of Nike ones, not because I support Nike, but because they were the only ones available. Long okay. story. Anyway, that's what I was wearing with my costume because I didn't really think like my wallabies were appropriate or like right. you know, black patent leather shoes. None of those seemed appropriate. So I was wearing the slide on shoes and they asked me, well, what are those shoes? And I was like, well, they're Nike, who is a Roman goddess. <laughs> <laughs> like it totally just but when i was introduced and in the co- like and our next costume is oh it's our millionaire and the whole crowd <laughs> so people are probably like this is uh, fake she keeps winning everything it <laughs> <laughs> turns out you're actually an employee of the cruise line right? so you just well, give you, all your supplies I mean, back i think you probably were quite the celebrity too i mean one you win millionaire and then you get the most creative couple kind of thing so i mean they really liked you you guys were lesbians you know and you know and they were like that, that, that like, was a lot of it i think yeah. the lesbian thing yeah. no that was why they, they won the really best costume <laughs> they actually thought they were there as a lesbian couple <laughs> <laughs> so how creative of people to, to <laughs> Lesbian. <laughs> right. Who would have ever thought to not only dress up that way, but to dress up that way as lesbians? <laughs> Sadly, it would have All right, you three. Me. That's the added twist of creativity. Yes. But I mean, I think that that's what it was so cool is that they were just like, this is so neat that they weren't like, a, a, you know, afraid of the. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't be. Maybe they didn't realize that. They were actually lesbians. Right. Well, when I was on Millionaire, I was asked, who are you traveling with? Oh, okay. And I <laughs> said, my partner, Danielle, her mother, <laughs> and her cousin. Like, I made it very clear <laughs> that I was traveling with another woman. Right, right. So, we had a great time also playing using our gaydar on the crew. Oh, trying to determine which who should have been the just cr- going off nonstop. It was pretty much staffing experience. Pretty much going off, like especially with the cruise director staff. Oh yes, absolutely, definitely, and the dancers. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, <laughs> gay <Yeah>. dancers, <laughs> gay men with faux hawks and washboard stomachs dancing on a cruise ship. Wait, can you describe them one more time? It's <laughs> <laughs> you did it in such a nice way, you know, like that visual as it popped into my head. <coughs> Sorry, I'll tell you more later. Excellent. So that's enough about me. But I'm back now, and woohoo! Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. We just we got back kind of late last night so oh wow so you're just recently back just recently back my goodness mm-hmm. no wonder she looks kind of like a little like oh, is this what my real world is like now or yeah nobody's bringing me five meals a day that's right you don't, don't. have your sea legs anymore well I we don't. do have you know halloween candy we i see right. that i might have some now There's that i'm done talking different, different things in here too well, even yes. though it looks like I've wanted to try one of these. That's a Reese's Inside, inside out. out thing. Yeah, I think I'll have that. Have one and let us know. <laughs> oh, See, I, okay. here's the thing: is that we don't eat. I know this sounds really like, yeah, right. But we I, we don't generally eat candy in my house. I just oh. like when I was ever since I was a little kid, I've just never really had a big 
taste for candy. I will eat it occasionally. Right, I, right, right. I don't eat it very often. And so if it sits it's there, weird. is the inside out thing weird? Uh-huh. Really? So, More peanut butter than chocolate? or seems like it would get peanut butter all over your fingers. Right. Well, it's, it's full peanut, peanut butter. butter. It's uh, not like the kind you put on a PB&J. Yeah, you can't spread that stuff around. Well, that's <laughs> what I was trying to figure out. Like, how would that work? The thing would just fall apart? It's interesting. The texture of the peanut butter is like candy bar chocolate and the chocolate on the inside is like the texture of Reese's peanut butter. Oh, that would just freak me out. Maybe it is, they did. It's, it's kind probably of confusing my mouth. It's right. probably really, you know, chocolate on the outside that's just colored weird and uh-huh. peanut butter on the inside that's colored weird and yeah, well, we'll just we'll have to get another one out and just nibble on the side and say <laughs> 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 Which is actually usually how I eat them. I'm weird. Uh-huh. Like was that the were they the ones yeah they were the ones that had the commercials for a really long time and remember their Halloween one how do you one eat a Reese's exactly, the two dots for the from Dracula from the vampire yep that's all I'm gonna sugar bus woohoo how so. are you guys how's Dan I heard how Greg is with the film festival that's cool yes well I'm I'm surprising people um a lot uh, this week kind of yeah thing, so. what the hell was it yes. for your Halloween costume uh yes it was okay yes Greg hasn't figured it out no yet. no I figured I figured out oh. that you looked different I just I oh, thought okay. when you said it at first I thought you were like. Like, I've been surprising people like yesterday. I <laughs> deflated my boss's tires, and the day before that, I repainted my neighbor's house red. Or, like, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't interpret that necessarily that you're. So, so you what have you done? I yes, can't exactly. quite figure it out. Well, I, I, um, that, that was a good lead for our listeners. Well, basically, one of the things I did is I used to have very, very long hair, and so now. It's a, it's a little it's a See, little that stub. I didn't notice. Yes, exactly. It's a little stub. And I usually have it all the way to like the back of my, uh, uh, almost to my hip, um, and uh, and then for and that was born because I had uh, because I've been doing a lot of swimming. I had my hair wasn't working out really well, so I was cutting <laughs> stuff off. And well, only getting, a gay man would say something like, "My hair just wasn't working out very well as I swam." <laughs> exactly. So it was like, okay, we got to do something about it. So we kind of like shortened it up a little bit, but then. Um, I went as Dilbert for <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween. Exactly. Like yes, that. yes. So, um, so I had the crooked tie, and everybody really kind of couldn't figure out how I could get the tie to like go in an L shape and things. They're like, "How do you get your tie to do that?" Hello, like wire, right? Like, <laughs> you put a wire in it, and so they just couldn't figure that out. Um, and then I took a. Um, um, oh, then I had some glasses um, that I used when um, I would uh, dress up as Santa Claus. Um, so I had some glasses for that. And um, and then just had like a white shirt, black pants. Oh, and then um, I took a, a Spanish military hat and uh, made it flesh color. And so it, it gave that length to my head and then used the same uh, color on my face. So it looked like it was all one and... I looked pretty close to Dilbert like this. So. But there's something else you haven't said that you've done. Oh, I see. Yes, I was not the bearded um, Dil- Dilbert. Yes, exactly. I shaved my mustache and beard. So You look so youthful. I you know. Do. That's what I told him yesterday. I said, you look so young. I feel like you're going to go skip up and down the hallway after we're done with the show or <laughs> something. You should, you should go try. He would have done that anyway. You should yeah, go true, try like and buy some alcohol and see what happens. Yeah. You did shimmy yesterday when I told you in the pool. You did that little... Ooh. Oh, that's right. It was cold. That's right. Exactly. Mm. Are you going to let it grow in? Um, well, I was going to, um, but, but people have been... I've been kind of taking a consensus on whether I should or should not. I vote so. no. Yeah. Well, I wonder what it, what it, what you look like with your hair down. I mean... Oh. And, I, look and like my, I look like my sister. Oh, stop. Let me see. I do. I really do. My sister has short hair. <laughs> That's on the. You look like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you kind of do, actually. Which, which I have gone as. Um, you do, yes. You look like Jesus to me right now. Yes. Wow. You look very pious with the long hair and the no facial hair. <laughs> I'm, I might recommend a, perhaps a a modification on the facial hair of just maybe a mustache and goatee. Oh. I find that very hot. Yes. I tried that, but I just can't seem to get the shaving down correctly for the cheeks. Um, I either go too far in so that it looks like I'm like, the, the goatee has moved over to the right a little bit. Or, you know, so it's, it's a very interesting, yes, exactly. So, um, 
<laughs> so yeah, so it's just, it's a very interesting uh, look. I don't think you look like your sister. I've never met your sister, but you don't look girly. Well, no, no I'm not saying I look girly at all. My sister has um, short hair like this, and so that's why without and all the kids in my family look literally exactly alike. My family too. Yeah. So when you see one of us, you're seeing us all, and we all have the same laugh, and so and it's one of those really scary things that when there's two of us together, you know, it kind of like it doubles it, but oh, then yeah. when you put three of us together, it kind of like tenfold. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, we're it multiplies all five exponentially. Of us. Oh, holy, holy moly, does it ever? Um, well, so. I think it's hot. I think it's a good yeah, look. I agree. Wow. See, someone said I look ten years younger. I said, wow, I look eighteen. And, <laughs> and they were like, not very funny. <laughs> but I'm just wondering if maybe, like, if you went to a barber to get a shave so that they could give you the, like, that's true, right areas the... to shave, and then you can just follow their guidelines. Well, that's exactly it. As I've tried, uh, it's it's more because... Um, you don't know right. how to shave because you've not done it very right. Much. That's kind of what it is. I know how to shave to the to the to the, to the jaw, jaw line, line and yeah. where there's the bone. So I know to feel for the bone and then I stop. And so that's a bunch. Say so use a one of those electric razors that uh, creams on your face every morning. Uh, so ooh. It, what's on your oh, face? I love that. <laughs> to be creamed on my face every morning. Yeah. That'd be well, great. Hey, you know, I like to start off my mornings right. <laughs> there's no better way to start off. The I morning just was checking with that a little that's bit of cream on your face. So. Yes, that's awesome. And it's also better to do it in the shower. For a lot of people don't realize this, but it's much better to be cr- to be shaving in the shower. Yeah. It's also by well, some people standards to be cream. It opens your pores. Yes. Right, yes. the yes. hot hot water. The steam. that I learned from Queer Eye in the sh- for the straight guy. Yes, so. or immediately after you shower. Mm-hmm. Right, a lot of men make the mistake of shaving before the shower right. because they want to get all the little hairs off of them. Exactly, but which is fact, why it's good to do it in the shower. Exactly, because then the hairs have nothing to stick to. You know what I've also learned by doing it in the shower. If you're like me and you use an electric uh, razor, you can immediately don't plug wait it a in. minute. Wait don't, don't plug it in. Don't plug it in when you're in the shower. Hey, make sure that you use one that's shower safe, <laughs> which most of them are now. But if you if you are using one that's shower safe, if you're not, then you don't have to worry about listening to the rest of this because you won't be around past that. But uh, <laughs> it's really neat because at the end, you know, like how anyone who's dealt with an electric razor, it's always a pain that you have to clean the stupid things. Right. But if you're, you just, you know, open the little, if you have an easy clean one, you open it up and put underneath the shower stream and it just takes care of it for you and yep. you're good to go. And yep. I haven't had to clean mine uh, since I switched over to that strategy. People keep calling me. I'm like, woohoo! Stop calling Greg, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Come on. He's busy. Duh. It's annoying, though, because, like, you know how some phone calls you have to say? This one I didn't. It was my priest calling. Not that, like, I wouldn't take Your uh-huh. my priest. My priest calls me quite a bit. I, she called me the... I don't know if I should say this, but I will. She called me a few weeks ago. Yeah, she's and, obviously uh, not listening. So yeah, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> she, um... She, I don't even remember what event I was going to, or if it was some concert or some conference or what it was, but she goes, you know... While you're away this weekend, make sure that you get a little bit of play. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, wait a second. <laughs> Can we recap this conversation? Right. So I immediately got off the phone with my with her, and I walked down the hall, and, and I mentioned to Jeff, my, my priest just told me to get play this weekend. I'm not really sure how that works. Does that mean I'm under some sort of, like, you know, holy religious... Divine exactly, mission? Like, I'm on a holy mission? Is that, is that, is that a pickup yeah, really. line that I can use? So, so why are you trying to pick me up? Uh, my priest told me to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am on she a holy mission play, this well, weekend. Well, instead of that too. old pickup line of, do you have a quarter? My mom told me to call her when I fell in love. You could say, do you have a quarter? My priest wanted to know when I got some but, play. Exactly. Do you have... Or, yeah, you look like you might give me play. I need a quarter so I can go... Anyway. Right. So, I don't know that that pickup line works anymore because what self-respecting gay man I shouldn't doesn't say have this. a cell phone? Yeah, that's a stereotype. But really, I don't know many. I should say what I don't know Ann Arbor many resident many people doesn't have who a have. Cell phone I know two people, but they're not gay men. So that you know two people that are two not gay people men. that don't have cell phones. <laughs> oh, okay. <sorry. laughs> I know two people who are not gay men. Damn it! <laughs> I don't know why, but after seeing Rocky Horror, every time I hear somebody say "damn it," I always want to say "Janet." But anyway, I've often felt that way myself. Janet. But so where were we? Um, so anyway, so yeah, so that's um, so yeah, and so th- I've already told the joke about the eighteen-year-old. Yes, exactly. So I think it's <laughs> interesting. It was shocking when I walked in yes. to see you face hairless. And some people hair. have actually had a full yeah. conversation with me, walked away from my desk, and and then came back like an hour later and said, "You did something." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, I did. I cut my hair." <laughs> and they're like. 
no, there's something else. <laughs> I always like to mess with people when they say something like, oh, you did, yeah. did you do something? Yeah, I, well, I washed my car yesterday. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do just, lots of stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't just sit here all day. Gosh I'm doing something right, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that might might imply something. <laughs> 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 oh, actually, my like, goodness. The new show should really be talking about how How's Meredith? Right Meredith's been so quiet. No. <laughs> actually, okay, so how are things, Greg? Actually, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meredith has not been quiet. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Nothing. I, I helped my friend move this weekend. Dun, dun, dun. It's always fun. She lived in a one one room apartment, and uh-huh. now she's in a one bedroom apartment. And so we moved her, but her cat kept trying to run away. Oh no. <laughs> She wasn't happy about moving. But it was but it was in the same building. It was in the so same. She knew. moved just down the hallway, so she'd run out the front door and run back to the old apartment and just <laughs> sit there like, Let me back in <laughs> That's hilarious. So I felt bad for her and she just hid in the, the, the cap in the closet for the rest of the day. Oh I told her not to. I told her it was okay to come out. Joy. Okay moving to is come traumatic out. on cats, man. Yeah. Yeah. And putting in new furnace systems. <laughs> really? Has 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 uh Yes, that okay. is true. Yes. Any <laughs> that like a cryptic m- conversation going on here. No, my cat, Tucker, who's a part lion, he's humongous. He's uh-huh. giant. He's the biggest cat ever. But he's also a big sissy. In yep. the nicest way. A way way to use that word. When we had our furnace replaced, he went up into the rafters and he hid. In our in like in between the ceiling of the downstairs and the floor of the upstairs, and really he, he wouldn't come out. We had wow. to like go to the store and buy tuna fish to get him out of there. <laughs> and I, from my understanding, he he still didn't come out for a while. No, he didn't. Yeah. He was in there for a long time, yeah. a very long time. And then when we had, he went up there again when we had something else go on in our house recently. Oh, and we were like, you are not staying up there for four days again. You're not. Uh. You're not doing it, and so. You got the special gloves out and... No, in. there's no way to get him out of there. I'm like, oh, he had, really? He had to, we stayed there with the tuna fish until he came and tried to get it, and we grabbed him and ripped him out of there. Gotcha. It's, it's Yeah. Okay. It was traumatic on him. Aww. He's not... He had a rough couple of first weeks of life, really? and I don't think he's ever really recovered hmm. from that. Well, yes, he was... We assume that he was thrown from a car into our yard when <gasps> he was just born. Oh my goodness! And that, and we discovered him when he was just barely seven weeks old, crying because he was starving to death under a tree in our front yard. Wow! And we rescued him and we brought him back to life. He was the vet told us like he had maybe forty eight more hours to go. Wow! So we rescued him and brought him back to life and and we with a vengeance because now he weighs like twenty five pounds. He's humongous. And he's very tall, um, but he's, I think, still, he bears a lot of scars from those first few Attachment weeks of life. disorder. Yeah. But he's a, he's very loving, and he loves our house, and he likes the other cats and stuff. He just has a hard time with people. I mean, he's not, like, it's not like if you guys all came over and we were hanging out, right. like, he would be fine. He wouldn't want to come, like, sit on your lap, but he'd come around, mm-hmm. and he'd sniff, and he'd check everything out, and be just kind of a normal part of the party. But there was some, there's something about like up and down the stairs, there's pounding, banging. He cannot handle it. Mm. So that's why. But yeah, cats have a hard time sometimes with that stuff. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I did this weekend was move. Gotcha. And I watched the football game. Dun, dun, dun. I hate football. How did it go? I have no idea. We won. Who was playing? U of M and <laughs> Northwestern. Oh, I yeah. Think. I saw a brief part of that on the boat. I, I don't know what game it was, but I was in. Uh, Ann Arbor a few weeks ago having lunch with my brother on, on Saturday. <clears throat> and it, I don't know if like the entire U of M student population just concluded that this game was going to be the yellow game, but they yeah, were that all... that was the Penn State game. It was a maze out. <coughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that really was a coordinated yeah. effort. Because yes. yeah. I was really concerned that for some bizarre <laughs> reason, like the group think thing had finally <laughs> happened <laughs> and everyone associated with U of M had just woken up that morning and said... It's a yellow day. Clearly a yellow day. And maybe they were what watching exactly like, the is a maze out? CNN thing. They I mean, I get that it's all yellow clothes. but Right. They try to encourage anyone who's a ticket holder in a U of M, whoever, like supporter, is you're supposed to wear yellow or maze so that when they show a picture of the stadium or when you look at the stadium, there's just all yellow. 
and they wouldn't have a blue out, right? Because that means something else entirely. I don't know. You know, I got blue out. (laughs) I think you might be the only one that. Right. I'm the only one that's ever been drunk in this room. (laughs) I think not. I've gotten blown out or just blown. I don't know that I got blown out. Okay, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. Yes. So um, we we can actually. are you all right? Yes. Well, <laughs> I was trying to I, Should we have written down notes for you before the show? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Christy. <laughs> yeah, back with hostility, I'm sorry. I wasn't. She's accustomed to, to people bringing her meals five times a day and people asking if she'd like another Mai Tai. What do you want from her? She needs a little... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the bar staff on that boat was a little disgruntled with us because we all always ordered water. <laughs> uh, just water. So you were not a celebrity with the bar staff. I was not a celebrity with the bar staff. Mm. Well, actually, I was, but the wrong kind. I was infamous. She just drinks water. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So, anyway, Damn that water. Well, don't, uh, but you still have to tip with the food? What with the food? Yeah, I mean, well, with the, when actually, you get water and this particular cruise line, as well as at least one other that I'm aware of, they um, automatically bill you for tipping. I mean, you can request not to have that happen, or you can like they'll just bill you. This one in particular bills you ten dollars per day for your time. Just a flat ten dollars. Just flat ten dollars, and it's done in a pool. Everybody that's you know because. The only person that is regular in your service is your room steward. So everybody else is different. The person who serves me dinner is different on Tuesday than it was on Monday. All of that stuff, it's all different. So you couldn't just give somebody a tip. You don't carry cash on the boat. You don't need it. Okay. So they just bill you for it. You can call them and adjust it up or down or whatever. But $10 is the suggested thing. So it doesn't... But when you order drinks... In particular, you have to pay for those, oh. but you don't pay cash. You pay with your card. you have an onboard ship credit yeah. card thing, and there's automatically a fifteen percent gratuity on that every drink order. Okay. So when you don't order drinks, they're not getting a tip. Gotcha. So that's why the water thing is a little bit. I'm understanding. Yeah. Anyway, so what's up? So what's going on in the world, Bernard? <laughs> yeah. What's in the news? Although there's some. Interesting news. Yesterday, the the second parent adoption bill was introduced. Yes. Really? Yes. I got that. Oh. I saw that. And also today was Rosa Parks' funeral. Right. Yes. Which I watched a little bit of on TV. And, you know, I gained new respect for Al Sharpton. I really, really? did. I used it's to think really, he was... You know, it's easy to do that. I, yeah. Like there are times that I'm like, oh, I can't stand Al Sharpton. I just want to beat him. And then there are times I'm like... Al Sharpton, you're so smart. You're a genius. <laughs> Why aren't more people saying that? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I did say that. I said to, as he came on the TV, I said to my partner, I was like, you know, he makes good points sometimes, but I find him very irritating. And then he starts talking and his whole thing is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fabulous. Like, basically, a lot of what he was saying was, you know, Rosa Parks was among the people in this country who've died for your right to vote. And you're sitting around lazy and ignorant, not voting. Like, yeah. essentially, that was his point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was a really, really cool kind of thing for him to say. Um, and I also listened to Farrak- Louis Farrakhan, who also often doesn't impress me. But he said some good things, too. Wow. But it was a very, um, what I saw was very cool. <laughs> and that was Greg playing with Velcro. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Adult ADD kicks in at the most <laughs> inappropriate. Usually times. when I'm babbling, sorry. No, 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 not, no it could be. I could be listening to uh, Louis Farrakhan. Sure, exactly. <laughs> and uh, still, there's got to be something going on with my hands. So. And does, do any of you know who? Um, oh God, no, I can't remember his last name. Doctor Joseph Howley Horley. Something like that? No. If no. I can't remember his name, clearly you're not going to know who he is. Never okay. mind. No, we didn't but, win the uh, fake million yeah, dollars. Right, well, right. But, but he was one of the speakers, and he got a standing ovation both before and after, and he said some powerful and amazing things. And I just, I was like, who is this guy? I want to know more about him. So I was just wondering if anybody knew who he was. I know that the, the governor, I was reading over some of the, I, I don't know why this is, but there were people who were watching the coverage all day long 
who would email me whenever somebody said something interesting. So all day today, from different people, I was getting one sentence blurbs, and that would all that would be the only thing in the email. Was the subject line would be the speaker, and then the email would contain a quote, and then their name again, and that was be it. I mean, it wasn't like Greg, this is something I thought you would find particularly interesting, or you know, Greg, here's something that was really great. It was just one sentence of you know a very long speech, and one of the ones that I got that I thought was really interesting was from uh, Governor Granholm, who made a comment that, and I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, phrasing, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, that essentially said, you know, this fight will not be over until we no longer need to vote for the importance of diversity in the classroom. And she was talking about affirmative action, but Mm -hmm. I just thought that was a really... I thought it was a really neat statement for her to make. And there was a lot of other statements that people were sending me that, because apparently I'm like the quote book for whatever reason, but <laughs> there was a lot of other interesting statements that people were sending that I thought were really, really powerful. I know that um, uh, Stab and I, I guess, made some really interesting remarks and uh, Granholm made some other interesting remarks and just everyone and their uncle. And the things seemed to just go on and on and on. I mean, I don't know how long this was, but I was It was a long time. It was like, it hadn't ended yet at 4.30 when I left and it started okay. at 11 o'clock this morning. Well, I was getting emails about it as early as... 7:30 cuz it went oh, <coughs> it went really? down yeah because it went the route went in front of um Triangle's building mm-hmm. and so there were people who were at the building watching the the procession go by and they emailed some comments out about it and uh Jeff actually had a really interesting comment where he spoke about the what I would later phrase the inspirational irony of how her claim to fame kind of began when she was arrested you know when mm-hmm. she was oppressed by by the police right and at the end the this procession as it was going in front of the building one of the things that really stood out to jeff anyway was that it was preceded by several different police organizations and that it was just really incredible that a woman whose claim to fame was oppression by the police or her initial claim to fame was oppression by the police wound up at her death being hailed and you know shown respect yeah. and given many accolades by um one of the uh, things by police organizations that the the head of the NAACP talked about today was it when he when the mayor of Montgomery, Alabama spoke in in Montgomery, the services in Montgomery. He said, you know, I could be I could come up here and pardon Rosa Parks for her for breaking the law. But what I need to do is to ask Rosa Parks to pardon us, to pardon me as the mayor of Montgomery, to pardon our city and to pardon our police for what we did to her. Hmm. Um, it was a very interesting, it's an interesting yeah, different perspective. Yeah, yeah. A very different it's perspective. Rather profound. And just to think that we've how far we've come. Right. In that. And I also love that she and I, I heard it talked about a few times today that she was really seemed to be a strong advocate for the values that were intrinsic in the in the civil rights movement, not just the movement itself. That, mm-hmm. you know, the the real genuine equality for all individuals, regardless of any characteristic or factor. And uh, I just really thought that was very, to me, I always find that very inspiring as somebody who was a prominent figure within a particular movement who really spoke highly of all civil rights movements. And I think right. that's... That's, I think that says a lot about her character and her her wisdom. So, so you got a pile of news there, Meredith. Maybe I do have a pile of news. So first off, yesterday afternoon, the Michigan Court of Appeals granted a motion by Attorney General Mike Cox to halt a ruling from going into effect that would have allowed governments and public universities to provide health insurance to the partners of gay employees. Am County Circuit Judge Joyce Durangchuk ruled in Dragon September. Chuck. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that a constitutional amendment banning same-sex marriage does not prevent the state from offering health insurance benefits to same-sex partners of state workers. Cox argues that Michigan's constitutional amendment prohibits Kalamazoo and other public employers from providing same-sex benefits in future contracts. But Governor Jennifer Granholm citing, and I'm going to mess up her name again, during checks. Sure, close enough. Decision wants the state civil service commission to approve the benefits for state employees, and the court of appeals agreed to speed up the timetable for hearing the appeal, and is hoped that this delay in implementing domestic partner benefits will only be temporary. So now, 
one thing that I do want to say about because as, as I read over a lot of the media's coverage of it, the one thing that was very deceiving about it is it makes it sound, and in fact, I was hearing from HR people, but they thought this was the case, and it's not. They thought that it meant that they had to halt the benefits that they were already offering, and that is not the case at all. It halts the decision on that particular case. And so if the university that you work for or the public employer that you work for was offering the benefits prior to the case and was waiting for the decision of the case, they can still continue to offer them, and that does apply to Eastern and to U of M. So there's a lot of confusion amongst people of, oh, my God, they have to halt their benefits. No, 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 that's not what this what this was about. This really only impacts, uh, this, as far as I can tell, the city of Kalamazoo's ability to offer these benefits and just apart the state of Michigan to be able to offer it in theirs. But it sounds like because of the way the state of Michigan voluntary withdrew prior to this case really coming about, this pretty much only impacts the city of Kalamazoo from what I can tell, and that seems to match what um, uh, many of the other statements from legal experts have have uh, indicated. So please don't think that this means that they're halted in the sense that we must now stop offering them until the appeals court happens. This just means that as far as that case is concerned, it has to be halted. So it's kind of like putting a stay on the decision, which is really, really typical and very, very common for appeals court cases. This isn't any kind of a bizarre strategy. This mm-hmm. is really pretty happens a lot with appeals cases so don't under- misinterpret that is all i want to say because good to know a lot of people have been really freaked out and i've been getting frantic emails of oh my god that's not the case um so the next bit of local news that i have is about the um beginning of or the groundbreaking ceremony that happened for affirmations um and that dan you're looking at me <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> yeah sorry it was on october it happened on October 23rd. Um, Jennifer Granholm was there. Governor Jennifer Granholm was there, as, along with other county officials. Um, and it took a lot for the building to to open. They were sort of stuck at a yeah. at a at a money amount that they couldn't seem to get past. And then, boom, something came along. And so they are very excited. And so they're. Construction is about to begin. Woohoo! Um, so, congratulations. Yes, exactly. And it looks from the plans and stuff that they had, they published everything. It looks pretty nice. It's going to be a nice building. Yeah, yeah. perhaps we should get, we can get them on the show to yeah. talk about that. See if they could would like to tell us about their plans. And then finally, two quick announcements. Um, the first one is the Ann Arbor Wine Cellar event to benefit Hark, um, which is happening tomorrow night um, at Palio. Um, and basically, the money goes to um, <laughs> to raise money for the HIV AIDS Resource Center. We, um, Christy and Dan, have it's, signed a bottle was of it wine. Tomorrow night or tonight? It's tomorrow. It night. says tomorrow night. I thought oh. it was tonight. I thought it was tonight. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Um, what's the, what's the date on the email you have there? Yeah, I think it says November second. Look on the very top. It should be. It's a different. It just. You have something from the newspaper, yeah. not the yeah. email. The email, I'm pretty sure, says that it's tonight. I thought so, too. But <laughs> it's either anyway. tonight or tomorrow. It's either tonight or tomorrow. We'll show up to Palio's both nights. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they'll Just enjoy go. That. I'm sorry. It doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't say in here when it is. That's hilarious. Um, something that I read said yesterday, tomorrow. So. Yeah, it is It is tonight, because today is November 2nd, and according to Hart's website, yep. I'm peeking over Dan's right. shoulder. November, yeah. Thursday, November 3rd is what this oh. article says. Well, the so article is wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's actually right, it's started tonight. about a half an hour ago. But you can still go. Yes. And yes, right. After the show. After the show. Yeah. You can go. <laughs> or on you your way. Be on your way. To <laughs> exactly. the Jump in your car. Um, and then um, the other event is... I would just like to say really quickly that the wine that Dan and I signed was actually described in the, in the wine. You know how wine's always described. <laughs> yes. As fruitier... Than a Carmen Miranda headdress. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I so thought that was perfectly. They custom picked it for exactly. you. Exactly. Right. <laughs> perfectly gaily appropriate. That's right. Exactly. And then but it was meant to be from closets or for clothes, but it came from Christy and I. So yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other announcement is for reps. Evening of recognition yes. and remembrance that Bob came about last week or two weeks ago, and so. Two weeks ago. Um, that's next Friday. So if people are interested in that, they can check out Web's Web's web page, Rap's web page. Um, and then that's pretty much what's going on locally. Um, okay. Nothing too, lots of other. 
Well, there's also tomorrow night. Uh, there's Jocelyn Elders at Eastern ah, Michigan University right. um, at the McKinney Ballroom, and uh, it's uh, free of charge. So um, but, we but should all go and never. It's mind. at seven thirty. There's also so. following that going to be a candle vigil for Rosa Parks, very oh. nearby there, oh. nine o'clock. On there Eastern's campus. Very so cool. If you go to that event, just walk. I believe it's right outside. I passed a U of M uh, bus on my way here that said U of M transportation honors the memory of Rosa Parks, like where it should have said Chrysler Arena. Oh, oh nice. wow. that's what its marquee wow. said. I thought that was pretty cool. That oh, is definitely. pretty cool. And isn't there an HRC dinner coming up soon? Maybe I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it is. sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. That, I know that uh, creating change is coming up next. Yes, week. it's next week. Creating yes. change is next week. So Are I will you not going? Be here. Yes, I will not be here next week. So I will. Maybe I'll call. Maybe you I'll jet setter you. I'll uh, try to uh, call in from the conference and give you guys an. Update, I was totally gonna call in from my cruise, by the way, but I was on a tour, a ghost walking tour in Quebec, Canada, and they actually said as it started, "Please turn off your cell phones." So I couldn't call. Aww. See, and I always, I always make the intention that when I'm gone, like at last week at Real Pride, that I'm going to call. But they're always, it always winds up being that insanely busy hour. Like last week, six to seven was right before the start of boys' shorts, and so there was, you know, there was like hundreds of men there. It wasn't going to happen that I was going to be. We had things to do. Exactly, there was <laughs> things and people. Things to, do. to cruise. Yes, and yes, the dinner is going to be next Thursday. Um, soon. <laughs> that well, was the, so helpful. Week. Yeah, sorry. Soon, very soon. Yeah, it's next week. I know right. it's during. I think it's next. Range. Yes. So, all right. Wait, well, there, there it is. There it is. Saturday, November twelfth. Yes, there it is. There we go. Saturday, November twelfth. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we will send our Dave just leans back in. and we all kind of stare at him like, and you're going where? And what's happening now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Talk to you later. Have a great week.